0: Hey friends, welcome back to Tales from the Journey. I'm Stephanie Zamora, and today we are wrapping up season one. I have had so much fun talking with so many incredible individuals for this podcast, some of which have yet to air and will do so in season two. Originally, we were going to do one continuous stream of episodes without seasons, but recently made the decision to switch so that we have more intentional time to really plan our upcoming content and some exciting new guest interviews. So starting in season two, I'll also be sharing more of my own stories and personal journeys, as well as teaching on specific topics, processes, and frameworks that will continue to help you find healing and a new sense of wholeness, uncover your purpose, and make the impossible happen in all areas of your life. Plus, with our short break, as we prep for season two, you'll have a chance to catch up on any interviews that you might've missed this season. And if you haven't, I would encourage you to make some time to listen to or revisit the first three episodes. In those, I'm highlighting some of the key aspects necessary for uncovering and living out your purpose in this life. Concepts such as journey mapping in episode one, which is my signature process for gaining a clear understanding of the journey that you're currently walking through and where you are inside of it. It really allows us to create a map for ourselves. that's unique to us and what we're going through as well as what you need to develop to move through each of the five core stages. I also talk in episode two about the process of reorienting to your life, work, and relationships in the aftermath of challenging chapters and big life transitions. This is a big topic throughout the episodes, this idea of reorienting. And in episode three, I go into some key elements from my Make the Impossible Happen Matrix, Which allows us to shift our context, take an entirely new kind of action, and move impossibilities into possibilities and onto realities rapidly. These episodes are great to revisit because as you listen to all of the incredible stories here on the show, you're gonna start to see these concepts modeled in real life in a variety of situations. We can learn so much from other people because it provides a point of reference. Suddenly, these concepts that maybe we only sort of understood intellectually can now really root into our minds and our hearts. When we see it modeled by others, we are more able to see how these things might apply to us. It has been such an honor and truly humbling to hold space and chat with all of the people that we've had on the show for this first season. They have all really learned how to do the painstaking work of stepping into and living their purpose fully in the aftermath of some really chaotic seasons and unexpected life transitions. If you visited our website, you might've seen that this show is about expanding the conversation that we're having on callofthevoid.tv around what it takes to find healing and a new sense of wholeness, rise up and come back in the aftermath of challenging chapters and big life transitions and uncover the purpose of your path. And it's also the first phase of research for our soon-to-be-born institute, which focuses on further developing, testing, and proving our life purpose development methodology so we can apply it across a wide variety of industries, audiences, and markets. That means we're tracking some of the themes that we're seeing in these conversations. And today for this final episode of season one, I want to highlight some of those so that you can further explore how to apply these lessons to your life. First, one of the big themes that we're seeing is this concept of persistence. So what is persistence? Honestly, I really love the dictionary definition, which is firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. Obstinate means stubbornly refusing to change one's opinions or chosen course of action despite attempts to persuade one to do so. This Just makes me so happy. It seriously tickles me because that's exactly what the energy of persistence feels like to me. Obstinate continuance towards what we want, despite external circumstances or opinions, despite roadblocks or missteps, despite repeated failures or experiences that seem to communicate this is not going to happen. Persistence is essential to living our purpose because the path to it is filled with obstacles. It's challenging beyond belief, and it asks so much more of us than we believe we have to give. We are going to get knocked down. We are going to get sideswiped, and we're going to be overwhelmed by this work repeatedly, which feels endless at times, especially when we're deep in the growth and healing work. It's hard. This is just the truth of this work. You have to be committed to persistence. You have to make the choice to keep getting back up and taking that next step. Even if every time you do, it feels like five crashing steps back. Even if you have to stop and rest at certain times, you have to keep moving forward towards what you want and figuring out what's missing for you to create or have it. Our guests have shared such incredible examples of how to be persistent despite trauma, loss, epic falls and failures, and the deepest, darkest of rock bottoms. Jennifer Kem in episode five has an incredible story of losing everything, as in losing a seven-figure business, her marriage, and her grandmother during the 2008 recession. This led her to a very deep and dark rock bottom of depression, where she was basically catatonic. Thanks to the wise words of her daughter and a reminder of who she was, she was able to get back in motion and stay persistent at rebuilding herself, her life, and her empire. Genesis Kemp in episode 11 also has a powerful testimony of persistence. After experiencing bullying, systemic racism, and oppression in corporate America, Genesis had to be persistent about speaking up and demanding better, getting a role that was actually aligned with her skills and education, and being paid fairly for her work. It wasn't easy, nor was it something she should ever have had to do in the first place, and still getting back up time and time again and going after what she wanted and deserved paid off in more ways than one. We are also hearing a lot of people talk about surrender in some form, and this is certainly something that's come up time and time again in my own journey. Surrender is not about giving up. It's about releasing our white knuckle grip to what was or what we believe things should be. It's understanding that life is always unfolding and allowing ourselves to surrender to the necessary unraveling of our lives and ourselves. It doesn't mean that we can't have goals or a vision. It means we have faith in some greater vision we may not be fully aware of or tapped into. Understanding that we can't possibly know everything and that something better than we could ever imagine may be just on the other side of the very discomfort that we are fighting so hard to avoid. Surrender is about trust, trust in ourselves to navigate the unraveling as it happens, gathering new insight and information as we go, making decisions and choices as we need, and knowing that no matter where we ultimately end up, we are going to be okay, maybe even better. There is also a ton of grief in surrender. This is part of why we resist it, because when we let go, we often experience more loss loss of relationships, roles, ways of being in the world, things we love, places and spaces that felt like home, and loss of self. Parts of us often have to die in order for us to step forward into what's next. Again, this is not easy work. Callie and Smith in episode 17 is a beautiful journey of surrender after abuse. In dealing with dissociative identity disorder, Kellyanne had to surrender to the reality of who he was, including all five of his altars, in order to really build a life that felt aligned for him and heal from the abuse that he had experienced. Plus, he had to navigate a whole new level of surrender when he felt the pull to do a final fusion and let go of his altars to merge into a new version of himself. Diane Witten in episode nine is also another beautiful journey of surrender. She had a very challenging and tender experience with depression and suicidal ideation, where she realized in the stark silence from the universe that maybe she had more control of her life than she previously thought. She had to surrender into the unraveling of her entire belief system and sense of self, allowing her to discover who she really was and what she really wanted. From small things like the foods she loved and her favorite color to big things like coming out and claiming what she wanted in her work. One final theme I wanna highlight today is faith. While many have a spiritual or religious relationship to faith, not everyone does. Faith is about belief in the unseen, the not yet happened. It's about trusting in something that hasn't been fully realized or actualized yet, something we can't explain, something that might seem crazy to others. Faith is a huge element of what allows us to step into what's next, to navigate our way through these trying seasons that are shaping us even more so for our purpose work in this life. Faith is about trust in the benevolent universe, meaning we don't believe the world or God or the universe is out to get us somehow. We have faith that it's always working in support of what we put out, what we desire. That doesn't mean that life doesn't happen in really awful, chaotic, and heartbreaking ways. We live in a human realm. That is just the nature of our world. It's really effed up in a lot of ways. I'm not saying that faith is denying these realities. Faith is a belief in some higher power. For some, that's God and spirit. For some, that's source. For others, that's the energy that is the fabric of our vibrational universe. And for some, it's intuition something more than meets the eye that is our co-creative partner, not our adversary. And faith is hugely about faith in ourselves and our abilities. Faith that we'll figure things out no matter what, regardless of what life throws at us. Faith that we're worthy of good things. And that if we maintain that sense of worth, no matter what external circumstances try to tell us, it will be reflected back to us. Lindsay Marino is a great example of this. Being raised Catholic and in a belief system that said psychic abilities and mediums were a sin, she had to have faith in her experiences when her boyfriend began to visit her after his tragic passing. She had to have faith in her abilities as she had more and more intuitive psychic experiences, and she had to have faith in her God that this wasn't a sin, but instead a gift. It was her purpose, and she was supported in that. Martika Wiley in episode 23, Thomas Worm in episode 15, and Johnson Chong in episode 8 are also great examples of having faith in some of the wild, intense, and emotional experiences that come with these journeys. Sometimes our trauma, grief, or breakdown experiences break us open to new levels of consciousness and awareness. What may sound totally crazy to others is mind, body, and soul altering to those that experience it. We have to have faith in the truth or reality of these strange, often wild and indescribable moments. We have to have faith in ourselves that we're not as crazy as we might feel, and we have to have faith in what we've gleaned from having experienced them. While there are a lot more themes emerging in these conversations, those are the ones that stood out to me as something I wanted to highlight for you today, especially since our hope Is that these stories will inspire you to begin living out your unique purpose and contributing to the world in the way that only you can. Understanding the framework behind what allows others to do this in their own journeys makes it easier for us to think about how that can translate to our own. So I just want you to reflect on a few things. What would it look like for you to be more persistent? To be obstinate in your continuance toward what you want, regardless of circumstances? What would it mean for you to surrender to the unfolding, to surrender to the grief and the unraveling, to release your white knuckle grip, your attachment to what was or how you think things should be? What would it mean for you to have faith in yourself or something greater? And what would these things look like for you in your current journey? If you need support in diving deeper into this work and these questions for yourself, I would love for you to join us in our new coaching and community group. For an incredibly affordable month-to-month price, you can get access to short and powerful daily study mode videos that help you lock in these mindset shifts, ways of being, and beliefs, all of these things that allow us to make impossible things happen in our life. You also get two group coaching calls with me and other members each month, along with a group process and group acupressure work, which is a total of four calls. These modalities really allow us to root out unresolved grief and trauma, rewire and remove limiting beliefs and create the space and sense of freedom necessary for creating true transformations for ourselves, not just incremental change or temporary shifts, but true lasting transformation. We have a great Facebook group for connection and support, as well as a private membership site. Plus, everything that's included is easily accessible, even if you're not on social media. And call times cycle to include our international members. You can learn more about this at www.talesfromthejourney.tv community. I am so looking forward to sharing season two with you. We have some incredible new guests and even wider variety of stories and experiences and tons of powerful new teaching content coming your way. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. And please take a moment to leave us a five-star review so we can share these incredible stories with more of the people who need them. I'll catch you guys again soon.